Hello friends, today is April 27th, 2020. Today's reading is Lamentations 3, 4, and 5. Um, it's quite lengthy, so I will start just with saying this morning I spent some time in prayer. Praying for our economy to open for people to get back to work, for the state lines to open up. I feel that the Lord is calling people to rise up and go out and preach the gospel to all peoples, that the harvest is ripe. The harvest is ripe. I just kept hearing that. Um, and I feel the Lord is calling me to Houston. I've been to Texas several times, Amarillo. Last year I went to San Antonio. My sister used to live there. I have not spent a lot of time in Texas. But ever since 2018, when I was taking classes for a licensed professional Christian counselor, the Lord was impressing on me, Houston. And that was after Hurricane Harvey, I think, was the name of that one. Um, that, that people need counseling in Houston. But then things took a turn. And before I started my internship, which I was going to do in the Houston area, even though I lived in North Dakota, and my family was in Arizona. I was going to follow where the Lord, I, I knew the Lord was leading me, was to Houston. Well, I became very ill and ended up having to drop out right before I was setting up my internship. And I, I just, I prayed and I, I asked the Lord why why did I have to stop? Why did my illness come back? And I never got a clear answer. But it was <clears throat> always so unresolved why I never got to go and minister to people in Houston. And when I went last year to San Antonio, Houston was too far away for my for my time frame and that sort of thing. Um, and I just didn't feel led to go all the way to Houston. I went to San Antonio. I'm not sure why. I just went by myself and fasted. I was there for five or six days, fasted, and, and got different assignments and different leadings from the Lord. And so I don't, I never did get the resolve on it. But recently in my going through my journals, I like I mentioned, I've been going through my journals for 2018 and even after I dropped out later on after after so many things happened, my marriage was on the rocks and I just the Lord said go to Arizona from North Dakota. Just go to Arizona, see your kids alone. Take the dog just you know, spend some time away from your husband. 
And so I did. And during the three days that it took to get down there, I drove, spent a lot of time in prayer, like a solid week just in prayer. And the Lord again showed me that he's in Houston. He wants me to minister in Houston. So still unresolved. But I was watching YouTube, uh, Seeking Wisdom, I highly recommend it. A uh, young, young guy, kid, whatever, he's probably about 18 years old by the name of Colton. Him and his two friends, he's from Houston, his two friends are from Austin, and they're traversing Texas because even though we're shut down with the COVID-19 thing, they, in Texas, they're allowed to travel, which I didn't know that. I had looked that up before I even ran across the YouTube videos. And so they're, they're traversing across Texas and, and baptizing people in, you know, they got a megaphone, they're standing outside with a megaphone and, you know, they're just doing whatever the spirit leads them to do. And so I took that as a confirmation. You know, I had seen his YouTube channel previously months and months ago. I had forgot about it. I didn't know he was from Texas, much less Houston. But I just took that as a confirmation. Um, so I'm praying that the economy opens up, things get back to quotation marks normal, long enough for the bride, the Joel II army, with this Holy Spirit outpouring, has a chance to rise up and go across this nation in whatever direction the Lord leads you. Just head out and follow him. That's what he's been showing me. Not by our power, not by our might, but by his spirit. That's, of course, in Zechariah 4. Follow him. You know, like the song by, in, in Hillsong, it says, If the wind goes where you send it, so will I. That's been my mantra for ever since I heard that song. If the wind goes where you send it, so will I. I feel he's saying, follow me. Jesus has always said, just follow me. That's all you need to do. You know, grab onto the wings of the spirit and follow me. You know, it's like the war eagles. Uh, check out Dutch Sheets. Just put out a video on the war eagles. Powerful stuff. It's, the, it's what's behind Isaiah 40, 31. You know, we will mount up with wings like eagles. Watch that video. It's it's highly critical. We understand that the Holy Spirit is like an eagle. You know, it was watching over this nation of America when it first started out. We can ride on the wings of the Spirit and rest in the wings of, under the wing of the shadow of the Almighty God, Psalm 91. We are above the world. Yesterday I sat in my backyard and I and I watched these these hawks just catch the wind and they were way up above the mountain peak. And you know, I saw quite a few and they were just stationary in the air. Every now and then you'd see their wings shift. But they just rode the wings of the wind. And I thought, "Lord, that's what I want to do." 
but we're all locked up in our homes. You know, the evil elite want to keep us locked up so we can't spread the gospel. Lord, you need to open up, open up our country. Give us this window of opportunity. So as I sat here looking out the, the screen door, out across the mountains, a turtle dove, praying that prayer, a turtle dove had come and sat down right outside the door, just one, and was just pecking at the ground and listening to my prayer. And, and I thought I will pray as long as that turtle dove sits there. And, uh, and I did. So, okay, I'm going to get into Lamentations 3, 4, and 5. Probably won't be very many interjections because I just took nine minutes to tell you that. The prophet's anguish and hope. I am the man who has seen affliction by the rod of his wrath. He has led me and made me walk in darkness and not in light. Surely he has turned his hand against me time and time again throughout the day. He has aged my flesh and my skin and broken my bones. He has besieged me and surrounded me with bitterness and woe. He has set me in dark places like the dead of long ago. He has hedged me in so that I cannot get out. He has made my chain heavy. Interjection, I'm sorry, but that's where we are. We're hedged in so we cannot get out. Verse 8, even when I cry and shout, he shuts out my prayer. He has blocked my ways with hewn stone. He has made my paths crooked. He has been to me a bear lying in wait, like a lion in ambush. He has turned away my ways and torn me in pieces. He has made me desolate. He has bent my his bow and set me up as a target for the arrow. He has caused the arrows of his quiver to pierce my loins. I have become the ridicule of all my people, their taunting song all the day. He has filled me with bitterness. He has made me drink wormwood. He has also broken my teeth with gravel and covered me with ashes. Interjection, and incidentally, wormwood is only, I think, uh, found in the New Testament in Revelations. Verse 17. You have moved my soul far from peace. I have forgotten prosperity. And I have said, my strength and my hope have perished from the Lord. Interjection. Compare this to our social isolation lockdown. Verse 19. Remember my affliction and roaming, the wormwood and the gall. My soul still remembers and sinks within me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore I, have, I hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone and keep silent because God has laid it on him. Let him put his mouth in the dust, there may yet be hope. Let him give his cheek to the one who strikes him and be full of reproach. For the Lord will not cast off forever. Though he causes grief, yet he will show compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. For he does not afflict willingly nor grieve the children of men. To crush under one's feet all the prisoners of the earth. To turn aside the justice due a man before the face of the Most High. Or subvert a man in his cause, the Lord does not approve. Who is he who speaks, and it comes to pass, when the Lord has not commanded it? 
It is not from the mouth of the Most High that woe and well-being proceed. Is it not from the mouth of the Most High that woe and well-being proceed? Why should a living man complain, a man, for the punishment of his sins? Let us search out and examine our ways and turn back to the Lord. Let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven. We have transgressed and rebelled. We have not pardoned. You have not pardoned. You have covered yourself with anger and pursued us. You have slain and not pitied. You have covered yourself with a cloud that prayer should not pass through. You have made us an offscouring and refuse in the midst of the peoples. All our enemies have opened their mouths against us. Fear and a snare have come upon us. Desolation and destruction. Interjection. I'm sorry, this still sounds like the COVID-19 thing. Verse 48. My eyes overflow with rivers of water for the destruction of the daughter of my people. My eyes flow and do not cease without interruption till the Lord from heaven looks down and sees. My eyes bring suffering to my soul because of all the daughters of my city. My enemies without cause hunted me like down like a bird. They silenced my life in the pit and threw stones at me. The waters flowed over my head. I said, I am cut off. I called on your name, O Lord, from the lowest pit. You have heard my voice. Do not hide your ear from my sign, from my cry for help. You drew near on the day I called on you and said, Do not fear. O Lord, you have pleaded the case for my soul. You have redeemed my life. O Lord, you have seen how I am wronged. Judge my case. You have seen all their vengeance, all their schemes against me. You have heard their reproach, O Lord, all their schemes against me. The lips of my enemies and their whispering against me all the day. Look at their sitting down and their rising up. I am their taunting song. Repay them, O Lord, according to the work of their hands. Give them a veiled heart. Your curse be upon them. In your anger, pursue and destroy them from under the heavens of the Lord. Lamentations 4. How the gold has become dim, how changed the fine gold. The stones of the sanctuary are scattered at the head of every street. The precious sons of Zion, valuable as fine gold, how they are regarded as clay pots, the work of the hands of the potter. Even the jackals present their breasts to nurse their young. But the daughter of my people is cruel like ostriches in the wilderness. The tongue of the infant clings to the roof of its mouth for thirst. The young children ask for bread, but no one breaks it for them. Interjection. I pray to God we don't get to the point where our children go hungry. Verse 5. Those who ate delicacies are desolate in the streets. Those who were brought up in scarlet embrace hash, ash heaps. The daughter of the iniquity of the daughter, the punishment of the iniquity of the daughter of my people is greater than the punishment of the sin of Sodom, which was overthrown in a moment with no hand to help her. Her Nazarites were brighter than snow and whiter than milk. They were more ruddy in body than rubies, like sapphire in their appearance. Now their appearance is blacker than soot. They go unrecognized in the streets. Their skin clings to their bones. It has become as dry as wood. Those slain by the sword are better off than those who die of hunger. For these pine away, stricken for lack of the fruits of the field. The hands of the compassionate women have cooked their own children. They became food for them in the destruction of the daughter of my people. Interjection. He's talking to his own. He, God is taught, the prophet is talking about God talking to his own. Those of us who have not given to the poor, who have forsaken the hungry, 
the bird clock again. We, we are all guilty of turning a blind eye to the needy. Will that come back upon our heads? I pray for mercy. Verse 11, the Lord has fulfilled his fury. He has poured out his fierce anger. He kindled a fire in Zion, and it has devoured its foundations. The kings of the earth and all inhabitants of the world would not have believed that the adversary and the enemy could enter the gates of Jerusalem. Because of the sins of her prophets and the iniquities of her priests who shed in her midst the blood of the just. They wandered blind in the streets. They have defiled themselves with blood so that no one would touch their garments. They cried out to them, go away, unclean, go away, go away, do not touch us. When they fled and wandered, those among the nations said, they shall no longer dwell here. The face of the Lord scattered them. He no longer regards them. The people do not respect the priests, nor show favor to the elders. Still our eyes failed us, watching vainly for our hope. In our watching we watched for a nation that could not save us. They tracked our steps so that we could not walk in our streets. Our end was near, our days were over, for our end had come. Our pursuers were swifter than the eagles of the heavens. They pursued us on the mountains and lay in wait for us in the wilderness. Interjection, that's the eagles that I'm talking about. There's, the Lord talks of two different types of eagles. Eagles that were used by, by the, I think it was the Chaldeans or the Assyrians, that, that the pursuers would grab onto their feet and they would swoop down and kill the people. The feet of the eagles, they could ride on the wings of the wind with the eagles, but the Lord is saying we can ride on the winds of the Holy Spirit. Back in verse 18, it says, they tracked our steps. That is what they want to do. They want to track our steps. Uh, 18.1, track means hunted. We will be hunted. Make no mistake about it. Pull your head out of the sand. We're going to be hunted. Verse 20, the breath of our nostrils, the anointed of the Lord, was caught in their pits of whom we said, under his shadow we shall live among the nations. Rejoice and be glad, O daughter of Edom, you who dwell in the land of Uz. The cup shall also pass over to you, and you shall become drunk and make yourself naked. The punishment of your iniquity is accomplished, O daughter of Zion. He will no longer send you into captivity. He will punish your iniquity, O daughter of Edom. He will uncover your sins. That's the end of Lamentations 4. We will all have to answer for turning a blind eye to the poor, for wallowing in sin that the Lord has time and time again told us, I don't like this thing that you're doing. Stop doing it. Many of us have, I, me included, I attached myself to the hyper-grace movement. God's grace covers all my sin. The blood of Jesus covers all my sin. God is a holy God, and we have to be holy before him. Make no mistake about it. You may not lose your salvation. You may not. But you will lose your crown, and you will be hunted because you will not hear his voice. 
He's crying in the streets. He's crying out. Follow me. Stop that thing that I hate. Lamentations 5. Remember, O Lord, what has come upon us. Look and behold our reproach. Our inheritance has been turned over to aliens and our houses to foreigners. We have become orphans and waifs. Our mothers are like widows. Interjection, I'm sorry, I just have to right here. Weren't we sent out to take care of the orphans and the widows? And will we become orphans and widows ourselves because we haven't done it? Verse 4. We pay for the water we drink, and our wood comes at a price. They pursue at our heels. We labor and have no rest. We have given our hand to the Egyptians and the Assyrians to be satisfied with bread. Our fathers sinned and are no more, but we bear their iniquities. Servants rule over us. There is none to deliver us from their hand. We get our bread at the risk of our lives because of the sword in the wilderness. Our skin is hot as an oven because of the fever of famine. Famine. They ravished the women in Zion, the maidens in the cities of Judah. Princes were hung up by their hands, and elders were not respected. Young men ground at the millstones, boys staggered under loads of wood. The elders have ceased gathering at the gate, and the young men from their music. The joy of our heart has ceased, our dance has turned into mourning. The crown has fallen from our head, woe to us, for we have sinned. Because of this our heart is faint, because of these things our eyes grow dim. Because of Mount Zion, which is desolate, with foxes walking about on it. You, O Lord, remain forever, your throne from generation to generation. Why do you forget us forever and forsake us for so long a time? Turn us back to you, O Lord, and we will be restored. Renew our days as of old, unless you have utterly rejected us and are very angry with us. The end of chapter 5. I'm going to be totally honest right here. I did not know what chapters 3, 4, and 5 were about. I haven't read Lamentations in probably two years. I didn't know what they were about. I think the reason why I haven't read Lamentations in so long is because it didn't make any sense to me. It's like, wow, they're just really having a hard time with it. He's, I know he's lamenting a lot. No reason to read it. What's in Lamentations right now is sounds eerily familiar. Locked in their homes, facing famine, being tracked. I'm sorry. To me, that sounds like what is about to come on our nation, on the world. They're going to track us. They need to track us because they need control. It's not enough that they have all the money in the world. They need control. This is like a bad uh, animaniacs, you know, I need to control the world. You know, I can't think of all those cartoon names because I didn't watch a lot of cartoons. But what's that one where he says, today I will take over the world. This is what they say every day, every morning when they wake up. This isn't a cartoon to them. It's not Hollywood. You know, Hollywood 
isn't it strange how they have put out movies that are predicting what's coming upon the world? Evil Hollywood. Don't you suppose God allowed that? Warn my people, even though they are hooked up like an IV to Netflix and movies, whatever kind of movies, God still gets his word out. Even if you don't read the Bible, creation of whatever sort, he created it all. Creation is crying out. God has been knocking on your door. And even for those of us who have opened the door and let him in, and we said, here, you know, pull up a spot on the floor. We didn't even give him a chair. We don't even, most of us don't even pray over our meals anymore and give him a chair at the table. You know, pull up a spot on the floor. We're going to watch a movie tonight on Netflix. It's going to have some really gory and scary stuff in it, you know, but hey, the grace covers us. We're covered by grace. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. I am weak, he is strong. But haven't we changed those words? Oh, look, my turtle dove is back. Haven't we changed those words? He is weak, I am strong. These may be too harsh of words for you to hear. And I'm, there's a lot of you that have just shut this off already. You know, I'm not looking for popularity. I didn't turn on the sponsor me, give me money ad section. You know, I, I haven't even, I've published these, but I haven't even shared these. You know, I'm relying on the Lord. If he wants this word out, or am I just am I just speaking to the wings of the wind and let the Holy Spirit carry it into people's hearts? I don't know. I don't have any control over audience or anything like that, SEO. You know, my goal, the Lord said to speak. He said to speak it. He said to prophesy to the wind through Ruth Ward Heflin and her book, Glory. For, for those of you who want a really good read on the glory of God, search Ruth Ward Heflin Camp Meeting, and you'll find her website where you can download the book for free. Highly recommend it. But in that book, she said, prophesy to the wind. You know, just prophesy. If, even if no one wants to hear it. And like I said, I'm not saying that I hold the office of a prophet. I'm not getting into all of that. Generals of the faith. They call themselves the generals of the faith. Um, no disrespect intended. They say that you have to hold the office of a prophet. There's a difference between prophesying and a little tiny church group setting. You know, when Jeremiah was called to a prophet to speak, the Lord said, I have called you since the womb. God knows who his prophets are. They don't need 
YouTube channels. You know, it helps for what they're saying. But for those of you who call yourself a general or holding the office of a prophet, you better hope you're never wrong. Because if you're wrong one time, you're a false prophet. So am I. All right, well, that's my blathering for one half hour. Lord, open the windows. Open the windows of heaven and pour out your spirit. We always ask for a blessing. Pour out your blessing. Right now, the world, in the form of a blessing, the world needs the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the latter rain. Joel 2.28. In those days, let me find it. Joel 2.28, and I'll end with this. Come on, phone. Sure, right now it decides to be really slow and not cooperate. Come on. You probably found it by now. Joel 2.28. I know it by heart, but it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also on the servants and on the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Mount Zion is wherever Jesus is at. Jerusalem, that is all of us who claim to be the children of God. There was one prophet that said, these are all the young people of this generation. I highly disagree. We are all to become like children before the Lord. This is for anyone. Call out on the Lord for the out call out on the Lord for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Please do it. Shalom, friends.